corner, weighing in at a set of blueberries, the standard low-fat Republican, grand old Republican, who refuses to fight the Democrats the way they fight us, Governor Goofball. And in this corner, weighing in at a set of Vidalia onions, the teller of truth, the slayer of Democrats. Folks, people want a champion. A man and his microphone. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the hatchet man. Welcome to the program, America, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming at you live here, uh, not from the studio today, folks, but from our second annual fundraiser at the Virginia Christian Alliance building, and uh, we're on Staples Mill Road right at Parham in Richmond, uh, Virginia, and uh, hey, it's great to be uh, coming to you. Uh, Our second annual fundraiser coincides with my 11th year in broadcasting, and uh, we did our uh, we did the same event here last year to celebrate my 10th year. And uh, and folks, we went 10 years on the air before we had our very first fundraiser, which was last year. And so now, beginning year number 11 and fundraiser number two, uh, you know, freedom is not free, and uh, so we're asking folks to help your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, to be the watchman on the wall that God has called me to be. And so uh, we love doing this, folks, sharing Christian, conservative, constitutional, capitalistic opportunity uh, messages over the airwaves. And um, we, uh, we really, we, hey, we invite you all uh, to call in. And uh, the number here is 804 Four five four one three six six. Now, at the bottom of our first hour, we're going to have my very, very good friend, Pastor Carl Gallops. Uh, he's going to join us, and uh, he'll be he'll be calling in from from Florida. And um, always a pleasure and a delight to talk to. Uh, I, I lovingly call him Brother Carl, and so we're looking very much a very prolific author. Uh, by the way, Carl Gallops, and uh, hopefully you all uh, will have purchased some of his books uh, over the many years that we've been blessed to have him as a guest here on The Really Real Deal. And uh, and also, we're going to have uh, not only my brother in Christ, but my he's like a big brother. I don't know who adopted who. I don't know if I adopted Don or if Don adopted me. But Don Blake is here in the house. We're going to have Don say a few words uh Matter of fact, Don, you want to come on and just say a few words? Let's let's start it off right. Don Blake, uh, chairman, uh, president, and chairman of the Virginia Christian Alliance, and uh, yeah, come on, Don. And uh, yeah, this this thing always throws me off. The uh, the camera does things backwards. Okay, you're standing to my right, but on the camera, you're to my left. Yeah. So, but anyway, Don, the um, you you've been at this a lot longer than I have. You know, I've been 
politically active for about 20 years, but on the radio, uh, being being a being a public nuisance to the devil <laughs> for um, 11 years. But you've been a nuisance to the devil for how many years, Don? 1976. I wrote that. Probably, probably I was a nuisance to a lot of people uh, before <laughs> that. But um, I got into the political realm in 76, and that's a long time ago. I got into the Christian uh, issues in probably about 1991, probably. Mm-hmm. The first um, event we had at a church I was a member of for a long time, we had hundreds of people come, and uh, Walt Barbie was a guest speaker, and so that's when I really got engaged, was 1991, probably. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And uh, so now you and uh, Mr. Hollowell, Mr. Green Hollowell, you two uh, founded the uh, Virginia Christian Alliance. How many years ago was that? Well, and on January the 9th, the legal papers were filed. Uh, they all dated January the 9th. And so it's 10 years. It'll be 10 years next month. Oh, okay. Uh, so less than 30 days away from being 10 years, which who would have thought that um, we would have done it to begin with, but the last 10 years, you know, a lot of organizations don't last 10 minutes mm-hmm. or 10 months, but 10 years is a long time. And looking back over the history, we've really accomplished a lot, and thousands of people have been affected. Uh, thousands of people have been to our meetings. You know, we had mm-hmm. 450 people at one, just one meeting, so we've had thousands of people. And, of course, here where we're hold, hosting this this morning, we have two church services here. So each year for the last three years now, about 3,000 people a year have come in here for some sort of um, church service, mm-hmm. uh, morning services or Wednesday night services, plus all the other meetings. So it's really been interesting. Folks, I want to say Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for tuning in this morning. And I ask you to uh, support Craig and his ministry. It's a ministry. There are no, there's no other radio host in Central Virginia that you can you can tune into that will tell you Talk about the issues from a biblical worldview. None. There, there are other radio hosts here, and there are conservative radio radio hosts here, but they won't sit there and, t- and quote scripture to you, which the listeners, and say this is why this is right, this is wrong. And there's no one else that will speak out against both parties. They, you have some who speak out against one party or the other, but Craig will will tell it like it is on both parties and whoever's in charge, whoever the governor is, Republican. Democrat governor, president, and so it's, it's called the really real deal, and it's the, it's the true message from a biblical point of view. I and, appreciate uh, that, Don. And so is that why the Republicans don't support me? <laughs> they, listen, I have been chastised. You know, I, I didn't get invited to the governor's mansion for a whole year because I uh, said something bad about one of the governors uh, in the in but the New the, York Times. Now, know? but we're both, you and I, we're both staunch, dedicated, hardcore Republicans, but we're willing to criticize and critique. Now, we do it in with the love of Christ, but we do critique them when they're wrong. And isn't that what a Christian is supposed to do? You know, but we're not bland to say, oh, we're both of them equally wrong, Republican and Democrat, which, you know, I, I hear that quite often. I don't think they're both equally wrong. But the Republicans have the, the, a lot of uh, biblical foundation on our side. We have history on our side, and we are unwilling to use it because we don't want to offend Democrats. You know, I think that's I think crazy. It, it is crazy. Jesus offended a lot of people. Yes, he, he called the Sadducees and Pharisees vipers and snakes, and 
and lawyers. I think somewhere in there talks about lawyers being like the worst people in the world. <laughs> and um, I'm paraphrasing here, but you know, Jesus, he did, and we are supposed to rebuke and condemn. And Jesus said, "Get behind me, Satan." And he said, "Satan is your father." You know, he told Peter that, didn't he say that? Yes. Um, and so we have to we have to call people. Those the people themselves are human beings just like we are. Yeah. But if they are under the influence of a demonic spirit, which all this transgender stuff and homosexuality stuff, that's a demonic Amen. spirit. Yeah. And so we have to we have to say, okay, you're a person, <clears throat> and probably all of us know somebody that has you know some issues that okay, we have to call those issues out. Just like if a person is an alcoholic, you say you're an alcoholic and you need to go into rehab and, and straighten yourself up and stop drinking. And so if you're mm-hmm. in under demonic spirit, you're homosexual, transgendered, you need to talk to people and you need to turn your life around. You need to turn your life over to Jesus. And that's a Bible. big one. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah. This, is, this, is, this is love. If you love somebody, you tell them the truth. Yeah. You don't, you don't affirm what they do. Yeah. Um, the man who does not chastise his son does not love his son. That's the word of God. It is. You know, this morning, Craig, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, we're having – a family gathering coming up soon, mm-hmm. and um, there are some people that can't come who, because their children are playing in nighttime sports. Mm-hmm. So, so once, once a year you have family gatherings, and because a child has to play in a sports event. So what's more important? We have, we have taken sports and, and put it ahead of family and church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I talked to an elected official recently. I said, where do you go to church? This is right here in Moan County. Where do you, we don't go to church? Oh wow! Of, because our kids are so involved that on weekends they're doing things, and so during church services and Wednesday night and all, there are so many things going on. We have to take our kids to these events. And I thought I thought about this just yesterday mm-hmm. um, because it's happening in my own family that four members of a family can't come because one child has a uh, has a. Sports activity. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> at six o'clock at night. Now, Don, pull a chair because we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to finish this conversation on the okay. other side. All right, so, very good. Yeah, we, we're going to take a really, really uh, quick break and uh, get some of that uh, beautiful, beautiful Christmas music going. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition 
have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, the FirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air. But the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. like the really real deal, if you think it really is the really real deal and not just a snazzy name <laughs> that I came up with, I mean, e- either it's really real or it's, or it's not, or it's, it's fake, like fake news, like Trump says. And, uh, you know, we do not have fake news. We do have the really real deal. Uh, the foundation is the Word of God. It's nothing that I invented. Uh, as I've been saying for 10 years on the air, that I'm like a runner, a relay runner in a relay race. And the, the truth or my, is my hatchet, and it's like a baton. I'm running my leg of the race. The baton was given to me. The hatchet was given to me. And that's why it's really real, uh, because it's not something that I crafted out of with my own hands. I, I didn't craft this hatchet. It's, it's based on the Word of God, historical evidence, truth. And so uh, my big brother Don Blake here is joining me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, a lot of the truth I share, I've received it from Don and other people like Don that God has put in my life that are, are men of wisdom, uh, men of character, uh, men of experience. And, you know, and they hand the baton off to me. I run my leg of the race, and I hand the baton off to you. 
and uh, and hopefully all of us collectively are handing the baton off to the next generation. So, but anyway, welcome back, and uh, we got Don. We just got a few minutes before uh, Brother Carl Gallup's calls in, and uh, and I know Don, you've uh, been keenly aware of uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh. The Joker got beat up by the de- by the Democrats. Uh, they dragged that man through the mud just like they did Clarence Thomas, just like they do anybody that's a Republican, a Christian, a conservative. They drag us all through the mud. And it's a crying shame that that man has revealed that he is not toting a set of onions. He's a blueberry toter. I'll, I'll differ with you on that because there's some other opinions out there as to Perhaps he voted with the majority on the last case, plain parenthood case. Yeah, to not hear the case. Yeah, but there there may be a you know silver lining in that cloud uh, for a future case. Let's just let's just give him the benefit of the doubt that he knows something else coming up <laughs> because I think his core values are there. I hope you're right, Don. I, and I've heard that argument made, uh, I think, uh, Judge Napolitano, who I've interviewed before, he made the case for that. He was defending Kavanaugh in that way on Fox News a couple of nights ago. And a few other people have seen and, you know, It's kind of like they say, well, he's running around Robin Hood's barn rather than just going direct. So what that would mean then is that Gorsuch, Thomas, and Alito – are wrong now. How can the three of them be wrong? They have collectively uh, about sixty some odd years on the Supreme Court, and uh, Kavanaugh doesn't even have sixty days. I know. I don't. I don't understand that part of it. But we have to say it's going to be revealed at some point in time. He'll he'll either show his hand right. in a big case, you know, like uh, the Chief Justice did. On the, on the right, and he's with the Chief Justice, and the Chief Justice Roberts violated the Constitution, making himself worthy of impeachment, yeah. but we don't have any anyone in Congress or the Senate that has enough onions to impeach the man. I, I, think, I just think we have to give him a little bit more time to show who he is. Yeah. But his other cases don't show, they show that he's done the right thing for a number of years. So he has the character and the history. Let's just give him some time to well, see. It could be that he and, and the other uh, Judge Thomas, and those they talked about this and said, hey, you know, this is what we're going to do. Um, let's show that we have some, you know, part of part of us are for and part of us against. Let's mm-hmm. go with the majority on this one and um, see what happens. But Well, uh, time certainly will tell because there was a case in 2000 at the Democrat convention. They booed the Boy Scouts, because of the their stance that they took on homosexuals in leadership in the Boy Scouts, and they came out to present the colors, the flag, and this is the leadership of the Democrat Party at their convention to nominate their presidential candidate. They booed the Boy Scouts, and so after the Boy Scouts got treated so badly, then the Boy Scouts caved to the people that booed them. It's all in time. You know, it all rises in time. You know. Yeah. I posted on Facebook the other day. I don't know if you saw it or not, but of course the Boy Scouts are considering bankruptcy. Yes. Yes. And um, they're not called the Boy Scouts anymore. They're called Scouts. Yeah. B uh, B S A B Scouts of America. Yeah. And so. Yeah. But I posted because in 2015, I was on TV 12 
here right in this very building uh, being interviewed about the homosexual men being allowed to be in leadership positions uh, and it came out that morning in the newspaper and Channel 12 called and wanted to know what I thought about that. Mm -hmm. And so my opening statement on TV was, this is the beginning of the end of the Boy Scouts. Yes. And it was. That was 2015. Yes. We were only three years later, and it only took them another year to accept almost everybody and then transgenders in, mm -hmm. and, and then they changed their name. Mm -hmm. And uh, so in three years, they've gone from being an icon in our nation to being uh, almost non existence anymore. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not even a shell of themselves. They wear the same kind of uniform, yeah. but they're not the same, same, same values. And the thing about Kavanaugh and the Boy Scouts is that Kavanaugh was literally was like what you would call a Boy Scout, a clean-cut guy, which that used to be what you would say about a clean-cut guy. Oh, well, he's a Boy Scout. And you might would have meant it as a backhanded compliment as though, you know, he doesn't have any man juices because he, he's just a kid. He doesn't understand. And uh, But now, just like the Boy Scouts got – it's almost like they got pimp slapped in the submission. I hope you're right, Don, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that Kavanaugh is not doing that, okay? But, I hope yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But, look, we got to take another break, bottom of the hour <laughs> news break. And uh, so uh, we, we'll, we'll see you guys on the other side of the news break. Brightly shining, it is the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error flying, till he appeared and the soul fell at his
With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke will be leaving the administration at the end of the year. Zinke has been facing federal investigations into things like his travel, political activity, and potential conflicts of interest. The president tweeted today that Zinke did accomplish much during his tenure and that a replacement would be announced next week. It's a cabinet post that does require Senate confirmation. A federal judge in Texas has ruled the Affordable Care Act to be invalid, and that is because of changes made in the tax laws last year, which the judge said knocked out the constitutional foundation from beneath Obamacare. Supporters of the law immediately said that they plan to appeal. There is some good news mixed with the bad from General Motors, even though it still plans to lay off 14,000 salaried and blue-collar workers. About uh, 2,700 factory jobs will be found for them at other plants around the country. This is SRN News. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. The Chesapeake County Colonial Heights Crime Solvers need your help to solve a shoplifting at the Home Depot. On October 12, 2018, two suspects entered the Home Depot at the 2600 block of Conduit Road in Colonial Heights. The suspects selected various plumbing items and left the store without paying for the merchandise. The first suspect is described as a white male with a goatee wearing a ski cap, dark blue Dallas Cowboys jacket, blue jeans, and dark colored tennis shoes. The second suspect is described as a white male with glasses, wearing a dark-colored shirt, dark-colored jacket, blue jeans, tan shoes, and a baseball cap. The Chesterfield County Colonial Heights Crime Solvers Program has released photos of the suspects. To see them, visit our Facebook page or our website at crimesolvers.net and hit the Crime of the Week button. If you can help solve this crime or have information about any unsolved crime and or warrant person in Chesterfield County or Colonial Heights, call Crime Solvers at 748-0660 or use the P3 Tips mobile app. We guarantee you remain anonymous and you could receive a cash reward. Like us on Facebook and Twitter at Crime Solvers CCH and subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm Detective Baldwin with the Chesterfield County Colonial Heights Crime Solvers asking you to take the time to solve the crime. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Welcome back to 
neighborhood hatchet man brother coming back at you live here as we listen to a little bit of uh linus telling us what Behold, I'm a very very good friend brother in christ and uh we have uh pastor carl gallops whom i i call him brother carl so brother carl are you there Brother Craig, I'm doing great. What an honor it is to be back with you. Merry Christmas to you oh, and your family. Merry I pray you have a Jesus-filled Christmas, brother. And, and look, the honor is all mine to have you on, and you you are our, we're so blessed, you're our most prolific guest and uh, and such a prolific author uh, as well, uh, and, and, and your own radio and TV. Man, you are everywhere. Well, yeah. I, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry you have to see me everywhere. I'm just, oh, you know, I'm riding the wave while the, while great. it's coming in, and wherever the Lord opens doors, I, I try to go if I can speak a good word of truth every now and then. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, Amazon top, top 60 best-selling author. Uh, God, how's Gods of Ground Zero doing? Brother Craig, it's just it's going crazy. We're getting tons of feedback. Almost all of it positive. Um, I've got the uh, the third part of that series, Gods and Thrones, Gods of Ground Zero, and another one. I'm not allowed to say the title yet, but it's coming out in fall of 2019. But before that, in February 1st, 2019, I have a brand new book coming out called The Rabbi, The Secret Message, and the Identity of Messiah. And it is oh, a wow. ma- it, yeah. it is it is an I, now, in-depth. I remember. The book you wrote several years ago, the uh, the the rabbi who found Messiah, uh, who yeah. was I think what was he 106 years old or something? Yeah, it was 108, and yeah, 108. and that book was yeah that book was translated into five languages, and, and a documentary movie was made. But the but my new publishers, we got together, and we I mean it's been years since that book was written, and so much more has happened. I mean, it, it it's just a Astounding! This story just goes on and on, and new witnesses have come forward. New, new, um, uh, new evidence has come forward. Uh, amazing, um, uh, amazing backstories, supernatural stories. I mean, uh, a Muslim imam was saved in in a mosque because of this story. A Jewish, several Jewish rabbis have been saved, and. We've got all of that in the book, and uh, it's just amazing. I don't even have time to tell you everything about oh, it yet. Wow! I, look, I can't wait till that comes out. And and my father-in-law is here, and he says thank you very much for the signed copy of your latest book that you sent him. That was very very kind. Oh well, no, it's my honor, brother, and uh, be glad to get him signed copies of my forthcoming books as well. And oh, you guys are dear to me. You guys have always ear. been very very good to me. <laughs> yeah. So. Now, Brother Carl, we have, um, you know, we're in, of course, we're in the Christmas season. And, you know, are you seeing anything different about Christmases as you've accurately pointed out, the times we live in, the generations that are right now listening to our voices, we are the only people that, have seen some of these prophetic words that were spoken for number one the rebirth of israel which people thought wow that that can never happen and perhaps even the jews that have been dispersed around the world that would uh in their annual celebrations they would give a toast and they would say next year in jerusalem uh well now i mean that has happened 
And so what what does that portend for Christians with all these attacks on Christian faith? And Jesus did prophesy that there would come a day when people would seek to kill us, and they would think that they were doing God a favor. Yeah, you know, yeah. and now you think about that, and through the ages, when people would read that and think, "Wow, how could someone think they're doing God a favor?" I mean, aren't these things coming true, Brother Craig? Listen, you've spoken a mouthful. You're, you're absolutely correct in your general synopsis, and let me just remind your listeners: I've said this before, and I say it all over TV and radio, and in my books, and everywhere else. But it, I'm just going to keep screaming it till the day I draw my last breath. We are a very unique, unprecedented generation. We are living in the most prolifically prophetic time since the first coming of Jesus Christ. We are living on the other side of the coming of Jesus Christ, 2,000 years. We're living on the other side of the birth of the church by 2,000 years. We're living now in the middle of the gospel being preached unto all the nations with the technology that's finally here that Jesus prophesied about in Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. We're living in it. We're living 70 years on the other side of the return of Israel, another 2,700-year-old prophecy that we're living in the midst of. We're just 70 years of it this year, mm-hmm. this last year. Now we're living just months on the other side of the return of Jerusalem as the rightful capital. Now we're living uh, in the days. uh, Do what? I said, thank you, Donald Trump. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, first, thank you, the throne of God, uh, for using Donald Trump. But yes, Yes, thank you. In uh, in the geopolitical realm, thank you, Donald Trump. And, and, And we're living now in the midst of the days of a huge third temple movement, uh, a huge movement of reclaiming the temple mount by the Jews because Jerusalem is in control of Israel now. We're living in the days of collapsing borders in Europe with rotting and collapsing borders in the United States. We're living in the days of the aftermath of Arab Spring and Russia being in the Middle East and China being in the Middle East and Turkey collapsing into an Ottoman Empire. And I could go on and on and on. These things are converging at breakneck speed. The Bible spoke of all of them, and we are a unique generation that happens to be living on the other side of all of them or either right smack dab in the middle of them. And so, brother, I'm just saying, I don't set dates. I'm not an alarmist. I just call it as it is. I know what the scriptures say. I know what the prophets prophesied, and I know where we are living and what's happening geopolitically around the world. It's my job to keep up with it every week because, like you, I'm on the radio every day. I have to keep up with this, and so and I fact check it and measure it against the scriptures. I try not to make in make something into something that is not. But I can tell you, brother, we're living in very prophetic times. The onslaught against Christians, against the church, against ministry, against Jews, against Israel, against Jerusalem, it's just unprecedented. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the onslaught of persecution of Christians around the world, 90 to 100,000 Christians every single year for the last several decades, 
that's what it averages to, have lost their lives simply because of their faith in Jesus. And that doesn't count the millions that are persecuted daily around the world just because they belong to Christ and they're threatened with prison or losing their jobs or the government intervention. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unprecedented. And Jesus said that the days before his return would be just like that. The technology is unprecedented. I mean, you know, we invent robots, and so what do we decide? We're going to make sex robots, and on and on and on it goes. So there we are, brother. And in the midst of it is the Christmas season. We sing joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. The Lord has come, right. Now, with these woes of one of the woes was to those that, that go through a whole lot of trouble to convert someone, but then lead that person to hell along with them. Okay, words of Jesus, not the words of Brother Craig. Yeah, that's, yeah that's in Matthew 23. And, and, yes, that's in Matthew 23, and Jesus was leveling several woes, O-W-O-E-S. In other words, woe means warning to you, or it also can mean judgment be upon you. And then he con- he, 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 he confronts the religious leaders of his day, and he basically says to them, you're so hypocritical. Here is the Christ. Now, I'm going to paraphrase. These are not the exact words of Jesus, but this is what he tells them. He says, here is the Christ, the fulfillment of all of the prophecies of the coming of the Christ that you have waited on, the place he was born, the things he would do, the things he would say, the miracles he would perform, uh, the, the direction of coming out of Egypt and coming out of Nazareth and coming out of Bethlehem and coming out of Judea and coming along the Galilee and coming from the Jordan River and all of these things with a prophet before him in the spirit of Elijah. I mean, all of these detailed prophecies standing right before them, the miracles being the most a dramatic demonstration of who he was. Yet not only did they deny him, but they cursed him and they plotted his murder every day of their life. Oh, and that's yeah. why he said to them, Woe, warning unto you. The judgment mm-hmm. is coming unto you, you hypocrites. You travel the world to, to uh, proclaim your, your religion. Now, and in the midst of doing that, times and the current religious leaders, you know, and I, I reference uh, Reverend Chickenfoot all the time, and there's um, there's a great deal of evidence of churches around the world having been infiltrated by the communists, and so and they push all this social uh, social justice, social gospel, all you know. Th- Justice doesn't need a modifier, and the gospel doesn't need a modifier. But they soften everything. And I, I was alluding to the um, the little clip we played before you came on with Linus uh, speaking from the book of Luke, um, Peace on Earth, Goodwill Toward Men, where, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, and in, in nowadays it seems like so many translations have it the new way, but didn't it really say peace on earth towards men of goodwill? You know, I I would have to check the Greek to say what that says, but you're right. I mean, that is the context of the entire Word of God and the Gospel, and that is, look, peace on earth to those who are willing to uh, to come back to their Creator through Jesus Christ, peace on earth, goodwill towards those who are willing to search out the mind and the heart of God, 
goodwill and peace to those who are willing to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord because he has come. The king has come. Yes, joy to the the world. The Lord has come. So that's the context. You're right. Now, you've brought up an interesting point. I would have to look at the Greek language and and to see if it you know literally says that, but I know that that is the literal context of the gospel. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, you know, in, in there are other places where the, uh, the the apostles say to Jesus, this this is a hard teaching, who can follow it? I mean, sometimes to just say the truth is hard, but on another level it's easy because if you just say it, it's you don't really have to think about it. You just say what is. I mean, and, and there are uh, adequate translations out here to get what it accurately says, but people still want to conform to the um, – the, the the softness that the world seems to want to demand from Christians, and it just seems to me, brother Carl, that that is really that's like what Jesus said that, that you're converting people, but you're taking them to hell along with you. you right? Know, am I Absolutely. wrong to conflate those two? No, 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 you're not, and that's exactly what Jesus told the Pharisees. And listen, I've just opened my Greek dictionary, and you're right. I mean, there's different ways of saying it. But the word that we would translate as um, goodwill, it means um, it's it, it means um, uh, uh, oh goodness gracious! I'm looking at very various um, Greek word studies here, and you're right. What what it means is goodwill upon those with whom God is pleased. <laughs> and and we know the only way to please God is, of course, to call upon the Son, to acknowledge the Son. If we would confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we shall be saved, Romans 10, 9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, can we can we take a really quick break and come back? And I know you've got to go, but maybe five more minutes on the other side of the break. Yes, sir. It's your show, and I'd be glad. I'm honored to be here. <laughs> it's an honor to have you, brother. And if you're just joining us, folks, we have my good friend uh, and brother, Pastor Carl Gallops. We're going to take a really quick break, and we'll be right back. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. One day an angel said quietly that soon he would bring something special. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. 
Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VACHristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, the FirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. which is his song, and uh, something to think about in this Christmas season. Uh, what song are we playing? song we play 365 days a year, and uh, we want to play that song so that it would please the Lord. And uh, my guest on the line with me is Brother Carl Gallops, and the song he plays is, uh, is awesome, folks, a prolific author, uh, does television, does radio, uh, speaking engagements, uh, even uh, I think you were honored to open up with the prayer in Florida when Trump was running for president, right, brother? Yes, I was very blessed. January 2016, yes, I, I opened up his uh, fl- first Florida rally for him, yes. Yeah, yeah, so, um, and you're such a blessing. You're a blessing to this program, the really real deal. I haven't been a guest so many times. I really, you're so generous with your time. I really appreciate it, and I know you have an event to get to today, so I, I'm not going to hold you too much longer here. But, um, you know, uh, I, I appreciate that you were able to uh, go right to your Greek uh, and, uh, and, and and confirm what I was uh, thinking Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, listen, I already knew you were right because number one, you're just Craig the Hatchet Man. You're always right. But number I two, I already I already knew you were right because what you said matches the heart of the Word of God. It matches the the contextual connection of the gospel message. So I knew you were right, but then you spiked my curiosity as to if those words actually kind of said that in that verse, and they really do. And, and I, yeah, pulled out my Greek dictionary right here in my office right behind me and started looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So now, again, back to the current times we live, live, are living in, we, we're talking, we've talked a little bit about how the men of God are, are not um, living up to the standard. You know, they uh in in Isaiah as a watchman when it says ye that make mention of the Lord keep not silent uh, to me that does not sound like a suggestion does that that sound like a suggestion to you brother it it, it sounds like a command to me yeah yeah <laughs> so why are there so few watchmen on the wall yeah yeah i know well you know the good news is that there are be, there are more and more watchmen coming to the wall now, and they're shouting and they're blowing their shofars. More and more are declaring, "Wake up, world! We're living in prophetic times." The bad news is there are still 
millions and millions that need to get on that wall, and they're still so wrapped up in the political correctness of the world. But that's what Jesus said about the last days, that, you know, this great delusion would kind of sweep the planet. It's going to get worse, I do believe. Like a repeat of the Baal or Baal, B-A-A-L, as as you correctly uh, say it all the time. I have a hard time saying Baal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, and there's a guttural stop in there, too, it's called in Hebrew, where it kind of comes from your throat. It sounds uh-huh. like you're kind of coughing or kind of uh, hacking up something, and you have to yeah. say, yeah, is Baal, <laughs> you know, Baal. <laughs> but it's hard, it's hard to say, so we just say Baal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, and, and so, and, and, and that, that was uh, child sacrifice, uh, Baal, oh, yeah. uh, that was... Uh, sexual licentiousness, even in the temples, you know, uh, all different types of uh, uh, unholy patterns of doing that, and just, uh, you know, the worship of power and money, and it's like we're in a repeat of that, and we just recently had uh, this justice that was uh, went through a tremendous fight to get placed on the Supreme Court, uh, Judge Brett Kavanaugh, and you know, I was uh, interviewing another brother uh, a little while ago who says, well, we should wait and see, and, that you know, there's some wisdom in that. But Justice Thomas, Justice Gorsuch, and Justice uh, Alito all wanted to hear the Planned Parenthood case, you know, the, actually two cases out of uh, Kansas and Louisiana. And Justice Roberts and Justice uh, Kavanaugh joined the neoliberals. And so, you know, what what does that portend? It's, it's like, you know, Trump made a promise that he was going to give us the type of justices that would support the Judeo-Christian ethic uh, yeah. to help the res- restoration, which is the only way to make America great again, okay? Yeah. No, no, no. Cannot yeah, no, listen, I agree. God, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And listen, let me just say this about that. I'm going to have to claim a little bit of ignorance. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I saw the headlines, and I was blown away and disgusted and disappointed just from reading the headlines. Now, I will admit to you that in the meantime, I was, and I don't want to bore your audience, but I was, I had about five different irons in the fire and interviews to do and trips to take and, uh, and my own radio show to come, so I didn't do a, a deep back study like I like to do on those topics. So I don't really know what the context was. It was shocking, and yeah. he was so yeah. pro-life in years past. So I'm going to have to really study it out, not to yeah. not to cut him I, any slack. Several but people to, have said he has a long-range plan, and I'm, I'm just not buying it. But yeah, the yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. I know. It. I hate when people say that. Well, you know, just hang on. He's 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 got a plan up his sleeve. Well, okay. Well, I just saw what he did there. That's why. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just saying. I'm claiming a little bit of ignorance. I do know that there's always context, and it could be that he was hemmed in by the law. I mean, in other words, he would have to break uh, the law in order to make that ruling. I don't know. I'm just saying that. I know sometimes no. judges do no. get in that position. It's, it's just that on our side of the aisle, we have conservative Christian presidents who nominate justices that quite often end up being demonic. And on the other side, the Democrats have never, ever nominated a justice, and then that justice ends up surprising the Democrats and becomes a Christian conservative. That's never yeah. happened. But on yeah. our side, it seems to happen at least 50% of the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, you're right. And listen, I'm just going to say, you know, we live in spiritual times. Ephesians 6 applies to what you just said. Um, we need to understand, and I know you do, uh, sometimes we scratch our heads and say, what's going on? Well, it's it's exactly what Jesus said would happen. I mean, yeah. there's just this overwhelming demonic outpouring. And I can tell you that places of extreme power and wealth and influence are especially susceptible to demonic overwhelming influence. If you are not a solid man or woman of God, and you go to Washington, D.C., Mm-hmm. And you become somebody there. The overwhelming influence so upon you right. is evil. That like and this man was just appointed to a lifelong appointment as a Supreme Court justice. So, yeah, he's he's susceptible, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But listen, it's been really, really great having you. And, um, you know, you give Pam our love, and we really, really appreciate your time. You're always so generous with your time, and I pray your your trip is a safe one and that your Christmas season is uh, really, really blessed. And, well, uh, you know, we'll be looking forward to talking to you in the new year, which, uh, by the way, uh, the whole uh, purpose of this fundraiser is to uh, have our radio fees be able to accommodate a new move in the new year uh, going five days a week rather than Saturdays only. Yeah, and and I was yeah, and I was going to congratulate you as as I went off the air with you here on on your two years there and for what you're doing now and where you're headed, and um, I just I, man, I'm with you, I'm for you, I, I bless you in the name of Jesus, and I also pray that you and your precious family that you guys have a wonderful Jesus-filled Christmas, you and your okay. audience as well, brother. Thanks for having me today. Okay, thank you too, brother. God bless you. God bless. Bye bye. All right. Well, all right. We're going to take it on up to the top of the hour news with a little more of that beautiful, beautiful Christmas music. And we're going to see you guys on the other side of the break. There are many, many questions, but the answer is AM820, WNTW Chester. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The coming departure of Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke being welcomed by some environmental groups who've always been opposed to Trump administration policies. They say that Zinke will go down as one of the worst Interior Secretaries in history, his slash-and-burn approach, as they call it, was absolutely destructive, they say, for public lands and wildlife. The president announcing today that Zenke, who faces federal investigations, will leave the administration at the end of the year. Meanwhile, the president says he's putting a nation's security ahead of his life as usual in Washington in his standoff with Democrats over border wall funding. President Donald Trump continues to play a high-stakes game of chicken with congressional Democrats over the issue of funding his long-desired border wall. Without agreement or a concession, a partial government shutdown would take effect at midnight December 21st. At a Tuesday meeting with Senator Chuck Schumer and Representative Nancy Pelosi, the president said he'd be proud to shut down the government over the $5 billion he wants for the wall. In a video released by the White House Friday, the president was still talking tough. Whatever it 
it takes to get border security, I will do it. Schumer and Pelosi are offering no more than $1.6 billion for fencing upgrades and other border security. Mike Gracia, Washington. And the president announcing that budget director Mick Mulvaney will be his next chief of staff. The president tweeting on Friday that Mulvaney has done, in his words, an outstanding job in his administration and will take over next year. Trump deemed Mulvaney his acting chief of staff. It's not immediately clear what that means for his length of tenure. Australia has decided to formally recognize West Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Australia now recognizes West Jerusalem being the seat of the Knesset. That's Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison. He says the country will not be moving its embassy there until there is a peace settlement between Israel and the Palestinians. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-452-6990. That's 800-452-6990. 800-452-6990. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Mexico's new government has detailed plans to build an oil refinery in the home state of President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. In addition to building the new facility, the oil-producing country intends to renovate six others as Mexico attempts to lower its dependence on imported fuel. Mexico's energy minister says the country will import 80 percent of its gasoline needs this year because existing refineries work on average at 38 percent of capacity due to a lack of maintenance and investment. She says the national oil company Pemex should be able to meet 70 percent of Mexico's gasoline needs. Of course, what a Jeremy House reporting. The story of a seven-year-old Guatemalan girl is raising questions about how well U.S. authorities are capable of handling all the illegal immigrants trying to cross the country. The girl was picked up with her father and other migrants at a remote stretch of New Mexico after crossing the border illegally. More than seven hours later, she began to show serious signs of dehydration and eventually passed away. Breaking news at townhall.com. Family physician Dr. Charles Schneiderman tells us why it's very important to get a flu shot if you suffer from heart or lung disease. A long-term study of over 100,000 people with heart failure in Denmark found that getting an annual flu shot was associated with a nearly 20% better long-term survival. That's equal to the survival benefits of beta blockers or ACE inhibitors, the two drug classes recommended for heart failure patients. The effect was equally good at all ages. Charles Snyderman in Washington. Minor scuffle broke out today between protesters and police in Paris during demonstrations by the so-called Yellow Vest Movement, gathering once again for one of their weekend demonstrations. Police briefly used pepper spray to try and disperse the crowd. A scuffle broke out on the Champs-Élysées Boulevard in the French capital late this morning. Thousands of people were gathering on the wide boulevard amid a heavy police presence after previous protests had turned violent. More of these stories can be found at townhall.com. From Washington, I'm Bob Agnew. 
John Frederick. Trade meeting with China. This is really funny. Here's what he said at the end of it. You know, we're going to do all this, buy all this stuff, and but, you know, depending on market demand. What market? You have no market. You're a centralized economy where the government dictates what you do. There's no market economy there. The John Frederick Show. Weekday morning, 6 to 10 on WNCW AM 820 and 97.7 FM. Well, you know, of course, we'll buy all this stuff. Of course, you know, depending on market demand. Really? Market demand. For what? Our soybeans? Much of what is swirling about Washington is political. It's politically motivated. It's been planned for several months. This has been funded and fueled by a far-left contingent within the Democrat Party who don't like the Trump agenda. They don't want us to have a successful economic period because what does that mean for 2018? Tune in to Laura Ingram, weekdays, 10 a.m. to noon, here on Richmond's Choice for Conservative Talk Radio, WNTW, 820 a.m., The Answer. America's radio program, really real deal. As we listen to a little beautiful, really, really beautiful Christmas music, and uh, that's uh, Oban in a duet with uh, that Keith Hill. Yeah, that's Keith Hill. I could always look up at catch it. And... <laughs> I'm a blessed man, folks. I, I really does run it over. Really, really, really beautiful. Celebrating seventh year on the air, our second annual uh, winter fundraiser. We are expanding the program next year to uh, go not only on Saturdays. We will still have a Saturday program, but it won't be live. It will be a replay from what I will do during the weekdays during the uh, afternoon drive from four to six and it's a real heavy lift to do that and uh so this is um you know we're praying that uh folks that like the program will see fit to become uh donors and supporters uh we're just blessed with so many uh supporters uh folks uh, not only give encouragement <clears throat> give uh encouragement and prayer support but uh reach reach into their pockets and and give their financial support and what we're going to do right now. So I, I just want to say thank you to all of you. And uh, and if you're out in the area, uh, hey, come on by. We're 
at 8659 Staples Mill Road. Uh, we're not in the studio today, broadcasting live from our offices at the Virginia Christian Alliance. And uh, there's a great big, ugly, brand-new building called, was it a Happy Box? Okay, Happy Box. What's that thing? Three stories tall and gr- green and tan? <laughs> well, Don says it looks nice. And, and uh, But one good thing about it, it's a... It's a um, it's a good marker for how to get here if you're traveling down Staples Mill. You, you get off uh, 64 at Staples Mill. You go towards Parham Road, and right before you get to Parham on the right-hand side, this is where we are. And you'll see a big blue sign out front, the Virginia Christian Alliance, with a sword, the sword of truth, uh, just like I'm slinging the hatchet of truth. But uh, anyway, come on by, join the festivities. We have one more hour on the air, and uh, and then we'll still be around for times of food, fun, and and fellowship. And uh, now, what we're going to do now is, uh, you know, as I was saying in the previous hour, as a watchman on the wall, I cannot do it alone. And uh, and God has just seen fit to not only bless me with the uh, inspiration. Uh, to do this, and, and the capacity to have a good deal of perspiration. <laughs> but um, he's blessed me with a wonderful, wonderful wife who's right there beside me uh, all the time, uh, Mrs. Hatchett. Uh, you know, she and I, we're like peanut butter and jelly, folks. We, you know, <laughs> you can't Craig? have one without the other. All right. Brother and, Craig? What? I, this is Tracy in the studio. You have uh, Mr. Cross on the phone wants to chat with you. Oh, okay, good, good, because I'm getting to uh, my my good brother Felix, and um, and so what we have is we have for for you Felix, and we have a few others here is uh, the First Amendment Inc. Certificate of Appreciation, and uh, and I'm going to read it here, presented to Felix C. Felix Cross the Third of Salt and Light Council of Hanover, with deep gratitude for epitomizing and demonstrating through personal character the seven C's of a successful society, Christian faith, conservative values, constitutional limits, capitalistic opportunities, confrontation with evil, choice in all things, and consistency in the application of law. And I'm I'm holding it up here, and and Felix, you're such a champion. You are you're like a big brother in the uh, Bible study. That um, you, you're like our go-to guy. And you know, I've been blessed to have Felix on as a guest a couple of times, and and uh, well, well, thank you, Craig. Our That's Thursday nice, morning nice Bible study. It's about seventy-five of us now, maybe. 35 or 40 of us will meet on any given uh, Thursday morning, 6 a.m., uh, hot or cold, it doesn't matter. As long as it's not snowing and icing, we meet and we go over the Word of God. And Felix is uh, sort of seen as our resident go-to guy. And he's almost like that uh, TV commercial. Uh, what was that investor back in the day? Uh, E.F. Hutton. So, yeah, E.F. resident <laughs> E.F. Hutton, is say when – when C. Felix Cross speaks, people listen. And so, uh, Felix, for, for that and for your support of this program, for all you do with Salt and Light, for the many, 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 you know, how many years have you taught uh, Bible study, Felix? 
Well, Craig, I, I taught senior high Sunday school uh, for 42 years. 40? Uh, did you hear that, folks? 42 years of teaching the Word of God. And, I enjoyed so, every minute of it. I, I got more out of it probably than my students did. I, I think you always do when you open the Word and, and you get into it. Uh, you see things you never saw before, and, and even though over 42 years I probably taught the same section of Scripture over and over again, I can assure you that each time I saw something that I'd never seen before each time I read it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I've been talking about these seven C's of a successful society, and it occurred to me, Brother Felix, that there are many, many people that epitomize these seven C's, and you certainly are one of them, you know, a, a true Christian um, a true conservative, and you know, and not on not just a conservative in the political sense, but a conservative that understands that what what we're conserving is the idea that our freedom is a gift from God, and it's not something that Madison and Jefferson and Washington gave us. You know, God gave it to us. And uh, well, you know, you know, Craig, uh, you you were talking about that Bible study and the number of guys who come each uh, Thursday morning at six a.m. and you know they're all seeking. Uh, they, they have a proper fear of God. Yes, and, they and do. The fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom. And so, as as uh, as you talk about the seven C's, those seven C's derive from Scripture. If if you seek God, you fear Him then you, you'll develop the wisdom to, uh, to adopt his uh, view of the meaning of life for the creation, for humans as they were created, and his view of the morality uh, that he had intended for us as we relate to our fellow man, which, which just dovetails with the, this past uh, week or, or week before. We, we were in Matthew 23, and we were talking about the Great Commandment, and you love God and you love your neighbor. Well, that, that, mm-hmm. that's how you become wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true, Felix, so true. And, uh, you know, this, um, this, this, this great battle that we seem to constantly be in has really ramped up in, in recent years. And, uh, you know, in, in all my years of living, I've never seen things uh, get as bad as they are. And many people, uh, they they like sunshine patriots, or they're what they call Sunday morning Christians. And um, but you're a true trooper, and you you do so many things. And one of them is the salt and light council. So would you share with the audience a little bit about that and how people listening can get plugged into that and other things you do, like the Truth Project. And you know, just uh, and and then you you recently did uh, a program uh, based on the work of uh, Ravi Zacharias, which I found that to be really really interesting. So just share some of those things with the audience, please. Well, you know, Craig, I I, I no longer teach senior highs, and uh, what I think my mission now has become is is to try to have adults, and when I say adults. I include the senior highs within that group because I still have communication with them. But as you opened this segment, you were talking about being a watchman. And I think it's so important that Christians need to watch, and and they've been given the signs to to watch for. And and I try to just just to show how the culture has has, uh, become one that really uh, is one that Jesus described uh, for us, he said, "Beware of false prophets 
and the course that you mentioned that I I, I taught uh, I just finished uh, in the fall was Robbie Zacharias talking about how Jesus was superior to all the other sages of the various other religions, uh, Krishna of the Hindu religion and Buddha of Buddhism, um, Allah and Muhammad of Islam, and, uh, and and you show the superiority of of the Christian way of explaining life, and and uh, as you as you understand the correctness of that, then you also see that he predicted certain things. And he told us certain things that we should look for. And we're seeing those things play out in our culture today. So what I try to do in Salt and Light, and we now call it Christ and Culture at Fairmount Christian Church, where it meets uh, once a month. Uh, but what we try to do is point to things that are happening in our culture and and, and look at them from a biblical sense. Uh, how was this foretold? How were is, was the foretelling uh, to us, that we're to react in certain ways uh, relative to those events, and uh, and we just try to we just try to look at cultural issues. Abortion uh, uh, is one. We've we've looked at Israel and and the treatment of the the world as it relates to Israel, and uh, just just a lot of of interesting things that you see in scripture that are that we're also seeing today in our culture. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it's really really great that you do these things, Felix. Now. Uh, tell folks how they can connect with you. Is there a website or a way that people can, because uh, folks may be driving and listening and, and can't write down uh, what's going on. Uh, you know, we'll put it up on our website, but do, 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 you ha- do you have your own website for this? Well, Craig, you know, when you talk to a guy who's, uh, who tells you that he taught Sunday school for 42 years, you know you're talking to someone who's, who's not really into the Internet uh, and to web page design, and, and I yeah. never, unfortunately, well, have, have done well, that. Fairmount uh, Christian Fairmount Church with, does a Fairmount lot also, and uh, which is on Creighton Road, right at 295. So, you know, perhaps folks can go to the uh, now. Fairmount does have a uh, a Facebook page. I know. I don't know if they have a website. Or yeah, not. I, they, they'll. It'll be. I, I announce my meetings in that bulletin. We meet on the third Tuesday of every month. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if, if folks were interested, they could go to the Fairmount Christian uh, webpage, and uh, and you'll see posted on their listing of events uh, when we have our meetings. But it's the third month, third Tuesday of, of oh, okay. every month that third we meet. Tuesday. Great, great. All right. Well, thank well, you I appreciate again, the Felix, certificate. And, um, you know, and God bless you for all you do. And uh, and your, your sweet wife, uh, Peggy, she's just like my Kimberly. You know, she's right there by your side. Uh, she grabbed the uh, bull by the horns with the Christmas boxes. And uh, how, as a matter of fact, how many eventually got uh, sent out this Christmas season? Well, she started it last year at Paramount, and we did 800. This year she was able to, with with the Paramount people's help, uh, get 1,200 that, that went. But you know, so many more are streaming into their centers, Charlotte and Baltimore, where they're packaging them and send them out. I forget how many million, Craig, mm-hmm. they're going to be sending. Uh, but each one will contain the gospel, and each one will be accompanied by a missionary, and uh, each one will have each person who receives it will have an opportunity to receive Christ. Yeah, yeah, and that's really beautiful. And uh, we'll reload the uh, interview we did with. Uh, 
Peggy, in, in regards to that, we'll reload that uh, on the front. It's still in our website, but we'll reload it on the front of it, on, on the front. Well, you're, you're right. Kimberly and Peggy are both troopers, and they're proverb-type wives, and uh, we're yeah. blessed to have them. Aren't you and I lucky? <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are. All right. Well, thank you again, brother. God bless. Okay. Thank you, Greg. Bye-bye. All right. Well, all right, along on this segment we're going to take a really really quick break and we when we come back um we have a few more um certificates of appreciation to present a man and his microphone brother craig Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, the First Amendment Inc.com, which keeps us on the air. But the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Hatchet Man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live. Oh, I love that song, <laughs> Style of Night by the Temptations. And, uh, you know, and you often, you folks, for years you've been hearing uh, someone at the end of every segment say, A man is microphone. Brother Craig. And now, that's uh, a man that I'm blessed to be able to call Dad, okay? 
and uh, we have a, a certificate of appreciation for him also. And uh, and so this is to Dr. Arthur Howard, Ph.D. Okay, and uh, Dad. Well, I'm, I'm going to, I can't call, do I have to call you Dr. Howard for this segment? Okay, I'm just going to call him Dad. Okay, this is my father-in-law. He came all the way out here from California. And Dad evangelizes out in California. Uh, Dad has uh, a feeding ministry called Compassion's Ministry. He goes out to the park every Saturday. After he listens to his son-in-law, the hatchet man on the, on the uh, computer, okay, he'll listen, he'll, he'll get his dose of the really de- real deal, and then he'll go out to the park and play beautiful uh, Christmas, no, well, not Christmas, beautiful spiritual music with his saxophone and have brought many people to Christ uh, just by doing that. And then he takes them to his church and they get baptized. And uh, so here we have another certificate from the First Amendment, Inc., uh, with deep gratitude for you, Dad, epitomizing and demonstrating through your personal character the seven C's of a successful society, Christian faith, conservative values, constitutional limits, capitalistic opportunities, confrontation with evil, choice in all things, and consistency in application of law. And um, and since... Um, Mrs. Hatchett and I have been married. Uh, Dad uh, gets to read all of these books that uh, we get sent. And so uh, Dad is now pro- probably um, an expert in the, in the Constitution and conservative values from reading all these books. But anyway, thank you so much, Dad. And you want to you wanna say a few words? Look, tell him a man and his microphone so folks will know that that's really your voice. A man? And his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad, back in the day, Dad, you used to be, what, a DJ? Yeah, yeah so, yeah, he has a natural radio voice. But, um, and, and also, Dad, um, your, your personal example of being a dedicated uh, Christian, you, you have reared a wonderful daughter, and I prayed for the Lord to send me a wife like her and um and i know that she would not be the proverbs 31 woman that she is had it not been for your godly influence you and you and mom Faye. Mm-hmm. so i just want to say live on the air thank you oh, yeah so but anyway um you just you you do so much uh for you who watch the TV program all the graphics in the beginning uh where the hatchet man is kicking butt and uh uh those graphics that jump all over the the pay, the, the screen there dad did all of that too so uh very talented uh, and and um very much a big help to what um Mrs. Hatchet and I do uh here with the really real deal and with the first amendment Inc. Much. Oh well, thank you. A pleasant surprise. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. So now we got a we gonna we gonna do a go assembly line fashion here. Uh, well, oh, actually, we're at the bottom of the hour news break, so we're gonna take that break, and uh, when we come back, uh, we're gonna have uh, Mr. Green, Hollowell, and Don Blake, uh, and and they're gonna have a few words to say. So we're gonna take a quick break. Oh Lord, my God. When I in awesome 
SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says he's putting a nation's security ahead of life as usual in Washington, repeating his vow to go ahead and stand up for border wall funding, even if it leads to a partial government shutdown because of an ongoing disagreement with the Democrats. The president announcing that Budget Director Mick Mulvaney is set to be his next chief of staff. The president tweeted yesterday that Mulvaney has done what he called an outstanding job in his administration and will take over next year. Trump deemed Mulvaney his acting chief of staff. It's not immediately clear how long he'll be in that role. He will replace John Kelly, who the president praised as a great patriot and who is leaving that post at the end of the year. The coming departure of Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke being cheered by some environmentalists. The executive director of the group Center for Biological Diversity, often opposed to Trump administration policies, says, quote, Zinke will go down as the worst Interior Secretary in history. More on these stories at SRNews.com. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. The Chesapeake County Colonial Heights Crime Solvers need your help to solve a shoplifting at the Home Depot. On October 12, 2018, two suspects entered the Home Depot in the 2600 block of Conduit Road in Colonial Heights. The suspects selected various plumbing items and left the store without paying for the merchandise. The first suspect is described as a white male with a goatee wearing a ski cap, dark blue Dallas Cowboys jacket, blue jeans, and dark colored tennis shoes. The second suspect is described as a white male with glasses, wearing a dark-colored shirt, dark-colored jacket, blue jeans, tan shoes, and a baseball cap. The Chesterfield County Colonial Heights Crime Solvers Program has released photos of the suspects. To see them, visit our Facebook page or our website at crimesolvers.net and hit the Crime of the Week button. If you can help solve this crime or have information about any unsolved crime and or warranted person in Chesterfield County or Colonial Heights, call Crime Solvers at 748-0660 or use the P3 Tips mobile app. We guarantee you remain anonymous and you could receive a cash reward. Like us on Facebook and Twitter at Crime Solver CCH and subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm Detective Baldwin with the Chesterfield County Colonial Heights Crime Solvers asking you to take the time to solve the crime. 
Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. Back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio program, the really real deal. And, folks, we have a, another really real deal uh, gentleman, someone that I look up to, uh, Mr. Green Hollowell. Mr. Hollowell is the founder of the Virginia Christian Alliance, and uh, the, the seven C's, uh, we're presenting him with this certificate of appreciation uh, as really this gentleman epitomizes and demonstrates the seven C's for how many years, Mr. Hollowell, have you been? for Just for one thing, for example, you go out to Planned Parenthood and you give the women that are coming in there to commit a border side because someone has convinced them that that will make their life better because the uh, pregnancy that they're carrying is inconvenient. And you're there to give them another option, another choice, that they could they could have that baby, the Lord would make a way for them to take care of that baby, or that they could just uh, put the baby up for adoption. How many how many years? I've seen photographs of you. Uh, I think back then you had hair. <laughs> so it's been a long time. Well, it has been a long time. And uh, really the uh, abortion clinic that I was at for over 26 years was Dr. William Fitzhugh, mm-hmm. not the Planned Parenthood. But Dr. Fitzhugh has been in this uh, business of aborting children for over 40 years. Oh, wow. And I've calculated that he and his employees have killed over 200 to 300,000 babies. Wow. His One career. doctor. Well, a doctor and his assistants. I mean, right. He hasn't done all of those abortions. Mm-hmm. But he's still at it. He's got four abortion clinics here in Richmond, uh, Charlottesville. Uh, Roanoke and the uh, Hampton Roads area. Wow. So I would say he was probably at the top of abortionists in the whole United States as far as longevity and total number of abortions. Wow. That's like up there in the league with uh, Kermit Gosnell. Yeah. Now, Planned Parenthood, of course, is all over the world, so Mm -hmm. they're the uh, top. Uh, organization, but uh, Dr. Fitzhugh is mm-hmm. probably the the number one uh, up in number no, top, okay. top group of abortionists in America. Yeah, yeah. And the organization you founded, why did you found the um, Virginia Christian Alliance? Well, uh, I saw that many of the churches were not speaking about subjects that people need to know about. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had picked out seven different subjects that, uh, you know, there are more than than that, but seven that I thought were so important. Uh, Creationism, for example. Mm -hmm. Uh, More pastors, I believe, believe in evolution Mm -hmm. than they do in the creation account Mm -hmm. in the book of Genesis. That we're a a souped-up monkey and not a creation of God. We've come out of an animal uh, Mm -hmm. era. Yeah, and, uh, the, and the primordial soup. We we crawl up out and then just evolve. And they're, so then why are they preachers then? You've got to believe in God to be a true preacher of the yeah. Word of God. You, should, you certainly should. So I guess that's what, Reverend Chickenfoot that I've been talking about for 10 years? Well, 
That's you. <laughs> <laughs> That's you talking to not me. Oh, <laughs> I'll claim it. <laughs> yeah. So now, what are the other seven points? You talk about sexual well, purity sexual is purity one of your points, is, uh, which would eliminate the need for aborticide. Well, it would. Um, I think that uh, you've got three categories. You've got fornicators, adulterers, and homosexuals. Mm-hmm. The fornicators and adulterers are the ones that cause the abortions. Mm-hmm. Uh, primarily, they're the, the uh, cause of that. Mm-hmm. The homosexuals, uh, although they're not part of the abortion industry, mm-hmm. they've got a concern of their own, and that's the AIDS epidemic. Mm-hmm. And they, they have got millions being killed by AIDS. Uh, of course, the abortionists are killing by the tens of millions. Mm-hmm. So they're both uh, horrible things that the Lord does not recognize or does not condone. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you answer, like, there are many people that say, well, we should love them. And I'm of an opinion that by offering a critique in the way that Christ critiqued, that that is love. It is. That we're, we're not hating them. We're, we're, we're sharing ideas with them that come from the Word of God. I mean, is, is that your position? I think that's the position. And also, uh, Craig, that uh, if you affirm somebody in a bad situation, mm-hmm. you are not loving them. Right. Take, for example, an alcoholic. You wouldn't encourage an alcoholic to take a drink right. and tell him that, hey, he's okay, you, you've just got a, uh, a sickness here. But go ahead and keep drinking. That would be the worst thing in the world. Right. And for right. you to tell uh, for that person uh, and for their that family. And the family. Yeah, the the wife, the children, right. the grandchildren. Yeah, that's a just you could change their whole family tree if that man gets his life right, comes to God, and then that that whole family dynamic it changes. Yes. So let's take a look at the homosexuals. Here you've got people saying. You were born that way. Mm -hmm. Is that an excuse? You know, uh, heterosexuals are born that way in that they are looking at sexual images and this type of thing. Mm -hmm. That doesn't give you the permission to go uh, in that direction. Mm -hmm. You've got to keep yourself clean and uh, focused on God. And, again, that affects families, too, Mr. Hollowell, uh, a lot of family breakups, divorces running rampant. Right. And if if uh, men and women would control our sexuality, then that keeps families together. Uh, children, you then look at the crime from fatherless children because the, the man and the woman can't stay together as a couple because of what you write. In, in in your literature, and I've read the you've read you've written quite a few booklets, and uh, and I've read them, and I think that that's really spot on. It, it, yes. That that um, the the root word of being a disciple is to have discipline. You've got to have it. Uh, <clears throat> one of the uh, uh, tragedies that we have with the homosexuals is the organizations that have been. Uh, recognizing them have been devastated. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an article in the paper just a day or two ago about the impact of homosexuals on the Boy Scouts of America. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the uh, sayings of the Boy Scouts that you would be straight 
And now they've got homosexual scouts coming in, and to make it even worse, they have allowed homosexual leaders to be there, even mm-hmm. though through the years they have had to pay out money left and right mm-hmm. because of the assaults of homosexual yeah. leaders. Yeah, and it's the same thing with the Catholic Church. Catholic Church yeah. has spent... Not to condemn the entire Catholic Church, but you know, my understanding is that approximately 10% of Catholic priests are homosexual, and but in the Vatican, i.e. leadership, 50%. Well, you know... Uh, so it's uh, like you really got to get down to move up. A lot of the uh, bad things that were going on in the Catholic Church was the uh, bishops that would not discipline the uh, homosexual priests would not mm. kick them out. Because so that might have been his boyfriend 20 years ago. It could have been. Yeah. <laughs> but mm. uh, the, the sad yeah. thing is the leaders of America. Think of uh, uh, former Secretary of State Tillerson and former Secretary of Defense um, um, uh, Gates. Those two men were on the Boy Scouts Board of Directors. When the, when the homosexual transfer came over. Transfer came. Mm-hmm. So you've got leaders. Mm-hmm. The greatest men that we've got in the nation mm-hmm. have fallen victim to the homosexuals. Mm-hmm. The newspaper. So what's, what's the solution here? And we've got like one minute to break. What would the solution be to, what would you offer as a solution uh, to people in leadership who have so much sway and influence? Well, number one, that we've got to recognize that we are creatures under the command of God, and we've got to do what he has uh, ordered us to do, and that's to live a pure, clean sexual life. And so we've got to move in that direction, and when people deviate from that, they've got to be called out. And if they're in positions that have an effect on uh, people, like a, uh, a priest uh, being a homosexual priest, mm-hmm. who's going to uh, uh, trust sending their children in to get advice? Well, Jesus when, did say in Matthew chapter 23 that people will, that they will uh, cross they will cross an ocean to convert someone and then take that person to hell with them. Now that's that's the words of Jesus Christ. That's yeah. not Brother Craig. That's the word of God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Hollowell, and uh, and just for your many many years of. Um, I mean, I feel like I've been doing this a long time, but man, I can't even. Uh, I I I, I mean, just to think about the number of years, and like I've been saying forever and a day, that I'm carrying a precious baton, and you are one that has helped put that baton in my hand as, as I run my leg of the race and hand it off to the audience. And prayerfully, the audience members are grabbing this baton and are handing it off to their children and their grandchildren because, trust me out there, audience, there is someone that's looking at your grandchildren and they're licking their lips. Yeah, yeah. And we don't, we don't want that to happen. We want... Good things, holy things, pure things. We want the things of God for your grandchildren. And there are people that do not want that. And so 
Thank you, sir. You're welcome. And listen, you've got many more years to be doing this. Well, so be thankful and, with friends and like you out. and God's help. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Glad to be with you. All right, all right. And now we're going to take our final break of the day, folks, and uh, we're going to get my big brother Don Blake back over here, and uh, we have a certificate of appreciation for him. And, um, and, and if someone would like to call in uh, after we finish up with uh, my big brother Don Blake, that's, that's, a, that's a unique thing to say, big brother, because in my family I'm the big brother. So now I, <laughs> I got a big brother. So <laughs> we're going to take our final break. We'll be right back. All right, a hit man it, man. And his microphone, Brother Craig. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her key. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you.
Here from the Virginia Christian Alliance, our office is here uh, with my good friend and brother Don Blake, President and Chairman of the Virginia Christian Alliance, and uh, this is our second annual uh, fundraiser here. And uh, you heard the giving ad there, and uh, and we all we also uh, you know the way I've done that giving ad uh, for the for several years is uh, we just want to encourage people to be givers. Uh, and if some of that giving comes our way, then we'll just be blessed and we'll put it to very, very uh, good use. And, um, you know, in, in uh, our 11th year now, we've never taken a salary. Uh, we just uh, pay our radio fees, our other expenses. We're praying that as the new year comes along, we're able to expand, uh, get new equipment, uh, to be able to broadcast anywhere in these United States of America, anywhere. And, uh, and of course, to spread that freedom, which uh, freedom comes only from the Lord. And, uh, and that's what God's Word says. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there also is liberty. And so uh, if you think that what we do here is worthwhile and is spreading uh, God's truth, uh, spreading liberty, spreading uh, Christian faith, conservative values, constitutional limits, capitalistic opportunity, choice in all things, confrontation with evil. I know you know that I confront evil. You, you know, I'm the hatchet man. <laughs> okay, and uh, and consistency in application of law. Then support this program and support my my friend here, uh, Don Blake, because. Uh, uh, Don has been at this uh, longer than I have, just like Mr. Hollowell. Uh, well, all of these gentlemen, really, they've been at it so much longer than me. I'm like a little pup compared to these guys. And uh, and so I'm just trying to absorb all I can of wisdom uh, from them uh, so that that makes me all the more powerful to be able to give it off to you. So, uh, Brother Don, Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have this right. I have this certificate, and of course, you talked about it on the radio. This is great. Thank you very much. Um, but let me let me talk about you, and let me talk about the radio show because oh, go ahead. You know, we, I, I'm everything happens to me. It's so providential. I mean, things happen to me. I say, okay, I'll do this, and I don't know how I'm going to do it, uh, but God works it out. Now today. Folks, it would have cost $300 to have an engineer here and have all the gadgets set up to carry this. So I know I think you can hear it well on the radio. I'm not sure about the uh, Facebook Live. but So we said, well, we'll do it. We've got some wires. And so we came in this morning and hooked up a, unhooked a phone, hooked up a phone, put it on a speakerphone. We had the cables here that we needed, just happened to have them, and um, worked the room out. And it, it looks pretty good, you know. And... Um, we don't, we're not professionals, but this this costs a lot of money. But this radio show on, three hundred bucks just to have an engineer set all this up professionally. So this is, we did this for free. Now, radio time. I don't think people understand this. Somebody has to pay for the radio time. So when Craig on this new show going on, in fact, this show is costing money. Um, the new show is two hours a day, basically five days a week. 
And think about the preparation time that goes into prepping, you know, prepping for each one of these shows. There's no producers in the background <clears throat> helping Craig write script and all this and talk about the issues. No, this is all done by Craig and, and, and his wife and his friends. Now think about the money that it costs, though. It's going to cost, I estimate, around 2000 a month just to pay for the radio time. Now, the radio station... More, more, more than that, Don, but we're not supposed to give out the, um, the the prices of this station. But I'll just say it's more than that. <laughs> well, it is more because but there's some ads that are paid. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but then we need to raise some money to do this. Now, what am I asking people to do, because Virginia Christian Alliance is a tax deductible 5013C, it's an educational program, we we like to print materials, do advertising. We can no longer advertise in the two local newspapers because they won't take paid ads. The Times Dispatch and the Free Press does not like our content, so they have said we will not take your ads any longer. So if you will make a donation to the Virginia Christian Alliance, it's tax deductible. You'll get a receipt for it, and at the then um, we can take and pay for ads on Craig's show. So the listeners can get a biblical worldview on the, on the issues, the current issues. They're not getting this anywhere else. So if you folks out there will give a donation to vachristian.org in any amount, but I would say, you know, um, I'm personally going to give $100 a month to pay for those ads. And so if I get another 20 people or 30 people like me uh, or $50 a month, on a regular basis to keep the radio show going. And those people who have businesses in Richmond area, Central Virginia area, even all the way up to Lynchburg, they can advertise and, and um, you know, that will help to keep this radio show going. Nothing is free in life. And so Christians get, we get slighted. And people give money, to tens of thousands of dollars, in fact, in, in to the SBCA this year, they had a ball they raised six hundred thousand dollars in like three hours. Now, that's a, that's for animals, which we we you know we love animals. Yeah, because Ma- right Maximus is right here beside us, the hatchet hound. But they can raise <laughs> they can raise six hundred thousand dollars in three hours at an SPCA ball, and Christians can't raise six hundred thousand dollars in a whole year to run a Christian organization. So think about this. Folks, give your money. Let the secular people and, give to. And this is the Christmas season, so what are yeah. we celebrating? And and before the end of the year, yeah. send, send money. We got uh, two checks in today, and so those will be tax deductible to the people at the end of the year, which is just a couple of weeks away. So consider what you can donate to Virginia Christian Alliance, so we can use that to help keep by advertisement on Craig's show in the new year. And then a monthly donation. Uh, it would be good for us, be good for Craig, it would be good for the listeners. They get a viewpoint they're not getting on the radio today. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Don, and thank you for all your many years of work. And uh, let me tell you guys where I got one minute to say this, but, you know, years ago when I met Don, it was like I would, every time I go to an event, you know, there's this blonde hair. He had a little more hair back then. He still has pretty good hair, but I don't all, like this thing. It shows it shows the wrong side of my hair, oh. and it's not getting my good side. I have more hair over here. He's talking you know. about the Facebook, but yeah, that's, that's well, you got to turn around, Don. Turn up, show, show him the other side. But uh, but I, I can't remember the event, Don. But it was I was at the same event, and we exchanged cards again, and then and then we looked at each other and said. 
didn't we do this last year? <laughs> and uh, so Don and say, well, yeah, and I invited you to come over to the Virginia Christian Alliance, and I never did. But then I did that next week. I came over, and uh, we've been bosom buddies ever since. So yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. Merry All Christmas. Right. Merry Christmas to you too, Don. Merry All Christmas, right. folks. Yeah, and so and with that, folks, um, we are going to. Uh, take it out with a little bit of a really, really beautiful Christmas song. This is Oh Holy Night, my favorite version by Josh Groban. And uh, I just want to say thank you again, and uh, we're going to see you guys uh, next Saturday. And for you who are local to the uh, Central Virginia area, don't forget every Sunday we have a replay from 9 to 12. God bless you. We'll see you here live, well, in the studio live next Saturday. Aim Hatchet Time, Aim Hatchet Station. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin. the best news and talk am 820 wntw chester is the answer